Last Red Light. Yeah. Super Duty Tough Work podcast show. We here. Whatever you want to call it. We're that. Yes, sir. Doing the damn thing. No matter what. No matter what. Can't be stopped. Nope. Can't be slowed down. Nope. Can't be quarantined. You already know. Can't be boxed in. Yeah, man. We just keep podcasting. We just keep it going through this whole quarantine. Like I think we're the only people to keep it going. To keep it going every, every week. Every week. Every week. We missed maybe one. Yeah. It had nothing to do with all this. Nah. We just we took just, a break. <laughs> <laughs> don't need a week off. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. 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 It just was took a, a break. Yeah, scheduling shit. But I think even that week we tried to do it. Yeah. It just was. Like, it just didn't work. Yeah. yeah. So so we here mm-hmm. for all our loyal listeners. We appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean. Things have been a little weird because, you know, I think a good portion of our audience, you know, listens to us during their commute. Right. Going to work, coming home. Yeah. And so without the commute, mm-hmm. you know, our numbers ain't exactly what they was before. Right. But we still kicking ass. Yes. And we're still consistent. And uh, we appreciate the support through all of this. And, uh, you know, coming soon, we're going to have more ways for you guys to support us this year. And uh, we're just going to keep on winning. Right. You right. know, trying to get everybody in the right state of mind. Mm-hmm. So how you doing today, Mr. Glass? I'm good, man. I'm awesome. Yeah. Woke up a little late this morning. Yeah. Because I was up late last night. You're streaming last night. Yeah. Streaming pretty heavy. Yeah. You did the you did the, the weightless tribute. Weightless, to weightless tribute. You know what I'm saying? I caught, I caught a good amount of it. Man, we got so many joints. Man. I know, man. <sighs> it was like hearing you talk about it. It was like, man, I need to write the book. Yeah. Like the book needs to be written because there's so yeah. many things that like I don't remember or I wasn't always there for. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's so much shit, man. It'll be like, called the rise and fall of weightless recordings. Hey. The little label that could. <laughs> <laughs> you know and it'll tell like the columbus history yeah of hip-hop you know and, yeah. and everything and just like the whole story man but yeah, yeah he was like yo friend was like the rizzo yeah i really was you yeah. know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah man you was fucking booking agent you was producer you was fucking manager you like i mean all of that shit you know yeah. publicist yeah 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 M- like, many hats yeah all of that you know but um yeah it was it was uh it was great to do to do that and just thinking about all the shit that we accomplished yeah all the shit that we did like we was the first to the door in a lot of shit oh man. hell yeah oh hell yeah you know what i'm saying i think has yeah. be sleeping on us a little bit but you know a little bit but you know what man it's the, it's know, the game king no crown man you know what i'm saying thank you <laughs> you know thank you you know thank you you know like you know a little bit but you know you got to think man like how many of our peers are still here right from this city right doing what we're doing right still releasing music that's dope yeah still have people who care yes not a lot <sighs> very few very few we started with a lot of people lots lots of people yeah and we've been going for over 20 years now yeah man so it's different <laughs> yeah it's yeah different. yeah so you know we're thankful for that man and uh we're gonna continue to kick everybody's ass yeah for, man for just, do <laughs> just do what we do just do what we do 24 years and put my foot up y'all's ass <laughs> at that. least at least you know so uh you know this week you know this week we're gonna talk about something that you know we talk about these things uh very frequently and it is books reading you know we've done episodes about specific books mm-hmm. and so you know, every every year or two, I think we got to just kind of do a definitive 
book list. Yeah, some of these I ain't read, so um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to have to hit, hit Amazon real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. So we got like a, a list of ten books, you know, that I think you know artists should read mm-hmm. at some point. The books ain't even necessarily about art, right? But I do think that they would help you in your art, your creative endeavors. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the books. We're going to talk about why you should be reading them, you know, what our thoughts of on them. And uh, after that, we're going to just, uh, you know, uh, let you get your Amazon wish list up. <laughs> right. And uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Work. We got you stuck off the realness. The most infamous. You heard of us. Official podcast murderers. The show comes equipped with few points to share. Grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow. So go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode. You're not alone in this world, cousin. So we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to. They spread gossip, but they never come closer. I can hear it inside their tone. They talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Here we are. Yeah. Super Duty Tough Work. Back at you. Despite the adversity mm-hmm. and challenges from spam callers. <laughs> scam likely uh-huh. we're gonna keep podcasting yeah because you know this is who the fuck we are it's in us mm-hmm. this week we're talking about the definitive book list the super duty book list for artists yeah book number one this is a good book this book is called the power of broke mm. and it's by damon john fubu Fubu. For us by us. <laughs> right, right, right. Those of you who are hip hop heads <laughs> and a little older, remember Fubu. Yes. LL definitely, you know, helped them crack off back right, in the day. Right, right. But Damon John is the original creator of the Fubu clothing line. And he's I think he might be a he might not be a billionaire, but he's gotta be close. Oh, he's gotta be pretty close. You know, uh entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you know, clothing retail. He's 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 on Shark Tank. Yeah. You know, heavily, you know, influenced by, you know, the hip hop uh, clothing era. Right. Like right. we had our own little boutique joints popping off. Yep. Boo boo cross colors. Yeah. All cross colors shit. was a joint. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And he check. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> remember Deodora's yep. shoes. Yep. Deodora's was fire. But yeah. So Damon John, you know, he's been around. He's got quite a few books, but this book, The Power of Broke, it tells his story. Um but it tells it from the perspective of all the challenges that he had during his career in fashion and getting to where he's at. But he talks about how many obstacles he had to overcome without having money. Right. And so he goes through all these stories about how not having certain things 
prompted him to get more creative. Right. You know, not being able to pay certain seamstresses mm-hmm. made sure that he learned how to sew. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, can't pay nobody. Got to do it yourself. Yeah. Got to do it yourself. Yeah. So it's like he was learning all of these different skills and different things simply because he was broke. Right. This book is not even that long. It's probably about, you know, I listened to it. I had the audio version. Okay. And so I think I had it during a drive to Detroit or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I was done mm-hmm. by the time I got back. It was pretty, pretty quick. But the book is deep. And the reason I recommend this book to people is because the, the, the power of broke is such a powerful statement. Oh, yeah. Like if you've been an artist at any point, you know what's up with the power broke. Oh, yeah. You've been broke. Hip hop is based on the broke. Yeah. You might be broke now. Probably. <laughs> you <laughs> you know listen to this. I'm broke. <laughs> right. How do I how do I make this shit I want to make? Yeah. And I'm broke. And I'm broke. Yeah. This book is is inspirational in that sense. It will have you like, damn, mm-hmm. I got to get more creative. It be- also have you like, I don't got no excuse. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I don't got no excuse. I don't got no money. But. I got a mind. Yes. I got hands. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like he would, Damon John was doing stuff like, you know, just to get hip hip hop. He was so broke. He had to get, he couldn't even give his clothes to hip hop artists. Mm -hmm. He had to give it to him for a photo shoot and ask for it back. Yep. Yep, because they were they were prototypes. Yeah, he was like, I literally can't get it to you, yeah. LL. Like I, I just made this yesterday <laughs> in my mom because he had to use his mom's crib yeah. for his warehouse. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I just made this at the mom's crib yesterday. <laughs> this is the only one I got. Right, right. <laughs> he talks about having like a uh, he had this this cargo van or, or whatever. Uh, and he was just uh, using it like bootleg mm-hmm. Uber before Uber, yep, yep. just to take people just to, to take work people, yep. <laughs> around New York City. Yo, man. He hustled his ass off. He's yes. not one of those guys who came from anything. Right. And he truly allowed his circumstances not to be seen as something that crippled him, but as something that made him more creative. Right. That shit is just so dope to me, man. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I would recommend this book to all artists. You know, if you're sitting at home right now, you're thinking, man, you know, if I only had more money, mm-hmm. I could do X, Y, and Z. Right. We all have those thoughts. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when we think in terms of that, we ignore creative solutions to our problems. Right. We want to take financial, you know, uh, solutions. And when you get rid of the, the financial option, mm-hmm. that's when you dig deep and come up with some flash shit. Yeah, because you got to think like, OK, how can I accomplish what I want to accomplish I mean, really, any business is like, what do I want? How can I accomplish these things with as little money possible? Yes. That's how businesses work anyway. That's how they make profit. So even if you're not necessarily completely broke, Mm -hmm. you don't want to spend everything. No. So you want to go in like, how can I budget this to, you know, in a way where I can still accomplish what I want to accomplish and not spend that much money or no money if possible? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how you should approach everything, whether you got money or not. Facts, facts. But, you know, the, the issue with that is that some people... They look at success as a function of money. Mm-hmm. They, in the back of their minds, they're thinking the only thing that separates me from that person is money. Yeah. But they're not looking at all the things that that person is doing that don't even cost money. Yeah. Like, yeah, they may be further along than you, but do you do you deal with people the way they deal with people? Right. You know, do you have relationships that they have? So with your soft skills. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with your soft skills. We just talked about that. <laughs> Go back one episode. <laughs> If your soft skills ain't cracking, then don't be just saying this about money. Right. Right. Like having those skills and those relationships and that creativity mm-hmm. when it comes to problem solving 
is some shit that can really help you take your shit to the next level. But you're not going to see it if you're just thinking, I just want somebody to write the check. Yeah. And I can win. Yeah. And then once you get the check, let's say you come into some money, you're just going to fuck it over. You go blow it. Blow it. Because you don't know what to do with it. You have no creative thoughts like, okay, I really only need to spend $100 for this. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I can do what I need to do. You're going to spend $1,000 just because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You ain't See? done your research. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. you just thinking you're throwing money at the situation and that's going to fix it. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our careers are, are perfect examples of that. Mm-hmm. Like, no one can look and say, yo, Prince, y'all had all the high, big budget shit. Mm-hmm. We didn't. Nah. Never did. But we always got, yeah. we, you know what I'm saying, what we needed to get out there. We were effective in our marketing. Oh, we ain't got all the money to pay for radio ads. Okay, well, then we just go hit the streets. Yeah. And put these flyers in people's hands mm-hmm. one by one. Yeah. It's more work. It's harder. But shit, I'd rather pay $100 for 1,000 flyers or 2,000 flyers than to pay 600 bucks for a radio spot. Yeah, that people might or might not listen. My fans ain't even listening to the radio like that, really. Come on, man. Let's keep it all the way funky. Yeah. But people who see things primarily from the from through the lens of finance mm-hmm. will think radio. Yeah, TV. TV. Yeah. That's how you get the word out to but then you had this broad thing, but you're not specifically targeting your people. Correct. And so when you get creative with your solutions, you able to you're able to uh, target your people more specifically and cheaper. Mm-hmm. And so you don't need money. That's what this book is about. Yeah. So read this book and be inspired by this book. Word. It's number one. Book number two on a definitive super duty book list. Another good one. The Compound Effect mm. by Darren Hardy. Mm. We've talked about this. Book. Yeah, we've talked about this book. This might be one of the first books we spoke about on this podcast. Yes. This book is a definitive classic. Mm-hmm. It's not a long book. You can read it in a week. Yeah. It's probably 200 to 250 pages max. Mm-hmm. Easy read, small book. The premise of the compound effect is it's speaking about how the compound effect as it relates to finance applies to other areas of our lives. Building. Thank you. Building something. Building. Like when you look at what the compound effect is is saying, okay, you have this amount of money you start with, mm-hmm. and then we're going to increase it by a small amount every day, mm-hmm. maybe 1%, 3%, 6%, right? Yeah. And that might not seem like anything to the casual person. Well, who cares about 1%, man? It's, I mean, I'm going to have an extra dollar. I got $100. I need more than that. Right. But the thing is that that $101 now compounds, and yeah. then it becomes 103 it compounds, and eventually over a long period of time, you're way ahead of the people who never invested anything into the interest part of it. Right. The same principle applies to your career, to your your creativity. When you put in work a little bit every day, mm-hmm. you don't have to get out there and be in a studio for six hours a night to, to make something happen. Mm-hmm. I mentioned on a podcast uh, a couple weeks ago that, hey, I work on my book two hours a day some days i'll go hard and go four Mm -hmm. but the two hours i do it is focus it's locked in so like i know that it's better for me to do that than over the course of a year i got a whole book done yeah 300 page book right the compound effect i didn't sit there and try to write the whole thing in a month i didn't sit there and try to edit it in a month i sat and took a little bit out of time every day but over the course of a year that put me ahead of everybody else who was still talking about writing a book. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody was like, oh, man, I'm going to write a new book. 2018, sorry. I started 2019. I'm done. 2020. Yeah. 
I'm ahead of you now. Mm-hmm. The same thing goes for all of your creative projects. You got to start and just put in the work every day. Yeah, you got to start small. Yes. Add a little piece. A little bit. A little piece here and there. A bit. You know, year, two years, five years, 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't no telling where you'll be. Yes. I mean, it's like I talk to my kids about this with their math, you know, because in school, you start with addition and subtraction. Yep. Then you go to multiplication, division. Yep. Then everything else is just a product of those four curriculum. Even if you, you know, um, algebra, calculus, you still got to add. You got to know how to add, divide, subtract and multiply. And all of that just completely compounds every year when you learn something new. So if you don't start small and if you don't master the little things. There's no way you can build. Right, right. I mean, this this podcast is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, I was looking at your, your live stream the other day. Other day. Mm-hmm. Perfect example. Yeah. Like, if I look at the quality of your live stream three months ago right. versus now, <laughs> night and day. Night and day. This shit is very crispy, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Looks very good. <laughs> Thank you. It's like, okay, my man's not playing. <laughs> you know, when I saw the time before, I was like, yeah, I wonder if he's going to start doing the screen casting where he can like you know when you were making the beats mm-hmm. and then i kept tune back in and you were doing it <laughs> right. like you know what my man got it he's he stepped it up his audio sounds clean it looks clean but it wasn't the first time Nah. you every time you did it you add a little bit more a little something yeah so three months later it's a quality product but you didn't go out and just say i gotta get it all at once mm-hmm. you started you became better at it. You learned the technology. You invested a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And now, three months later, your shit looks as good as anybody's. Yeah. And that's some shit for somebody who never fucked with it before. Right. Right. This podcast. Another example. Mm-hmm. Hey, you look at how we was looking at the kitchen table. Right. Because now, back clean, son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the boys is looking, you know what I'm saying? It's 50 over here. <laughs> so we do these studios. Come on. You know the, I mean? the illustrious. You know what I mean? <laughs> they can't fuck with the kids. <laughs> Looking good. Yeah. It's, it's, but we've been podcasting for five years now. Right. You know, we did audio for fucking three or four and then we added video. Mm-hmm. But even the audio, if you go back and you compare the beginning to yep. now, sounds better. Mm-hmm. Every time we buy a new recorder, mm-hmm. you know, get another mic, mm-hmm. better cable, preamp, you know, little shit that adds to it. Now, those who are just starting the podcast, who were just thinking about it five years ago, mm-hmm. It looks like we just got good all of a sudden. Right, right, right. How y'all get all this thing looking this good? How y'all get all these followers? Practice, man. Yeah. It's practice. How do y'all get all this engagement on your on your Instagram page? How? Mm-hmm. Little by little, we're we're seeing the benefits mm-hmm. of the compounding investment in this podcast. Right. Right? Same thing if you're an artist, same thing applies to your 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 craft this mm-hmm. book breaks it down yeah with many examples it's great history mm-hmm. it's really great it's not a financial book no you know it's, it's a life book really it's, yeah it's a life book it's yeah. about about taking time and carving out time to invest small amounts consistently mm-hmm. over long periods of time and whatever it is that you want to see grow and how that benefit you yeah it's a great book yeah that's book number two that book is the compound effect and it's by darren hardy mm-hmm Okay, book number three. I have not read this one. Yeah, I'm like, it's so short. You told me about this. So good. You, you told you me, dig it. yeah, you told me about this you before. Can read this in one day. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a it's an afternoon read. Mm-hmm. You it's you can read it in a few hours. I think it's only seventy pages. Okay. Yeah. So the next book, uh, book number three is Who Moved My Cheese, and it's by Spencer Johnson. Mm-hmm. Now this book is 
categorized as a financial book, mm-hmm. as a business book. The book basically is a metaphor that uses this maze and the story of these three mice to tell a lesson in business, right? And so you have basically like one mouse who's just, so every day in this in this maze, you they feed these mice. Mm-hmm. The food is at the same place every day. So the mice come in, okay, let's go there, we go figure it out, we're gonna eat. Basically, one mice learns like, okay, well shit, the food's gonna be every day. I don't gotta do shit, I'm mm-hmm. gonna show up there every day. The other mice knows the food is there, but then he still explores the other shit. Mm-hmm. Basically, the story is about these two mice and their their experience and what happens to them as a result of assuming that some shit's gonna be there every day. <laughs> and it is not. And it's not. Right. Because they take the cheese away and then you get to see who's who. Mm-hmm. This book is dope because it, it it's really a metaphor mm-hmm. for our careers. Mm-hmm. Whenever you do something, you start to get comfortable, whether it's with your fan base, your followers, mm-hmm. you know, right? Like your audience, what you make, the kind of what you would rhyme over the side. You're assuming that that cheese is going to be there every day. Right. That doing the same thing will get you the same results. This book is really, really dope at articulating how you can go wrong mm-hmm. and how these mindsets impact people at all levels. Because you read it, you're thinking it's really a story about mice. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah. It's a business book. Yeah. It's dope. Sounds really dope. <laughs> yeah, it's dope. You gotta read it. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's only like seventy pages, man. Yeah, I can probably, I can probably read that yeah. today. I would let you borrow mine, but books don't come back to me when I own. <laughs> <laughs> My books just don't come back. I Do I have any of yours? I don't know. You, I think I gave. I, th- I, I you might have gave them. I can't remember. I have, I have, I know I had um one yeah. that I, I know I gave it back. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Probably, probably yeah. not. You fools don't be giving back my books, man. <laughs> I had to stop loaning out my books, man. Hey, man. People do not give them back. So I was like, look, I'm just going to buy you the book. <laughs> Here. Yeah. yeah. So I, when people ask me for a book, I just get on Amazon. Like, mm. all right. What's, What's your address? address? <laughs> <laughs> it's only $5. It's only $5. I'm yeah. to just buy you the book and let you get mine and be mad at you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. Where's my book? <laughs> Okay. Well, it sounds dope though yeah yeah it's a dope book so if you're an artist read that book and, you, and it's at every library it's not like some it's a very old book at mm-hmm. least 30 40 years old okay so read that book um number four book on the definitive book list this awesome is one book. we've talked about before awesome book this book is called platform and it's by michael hyatt yes You've read this book. I just I just retouched this book when I was doing starting with the the streaming and stuff. Yeah, like I went back to this book. Like, okay, there's a couple things I remembered about it. Yeah, but I was like, I need to you know just freshen up. It's kind of like a reference book for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. whenever you're starting, whenever you're building a platform or you know starting to improve your own, like going back to this book and like checking different principles and things like that. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it's. It's about business, right? Mm-hmm. But it can be applied to anything. Yeah. Like no matter what you do, if you're in public or you're trying to establish a following and get your word out, right. you have to have a platform. Mm-hmm. This book is about how to build your platform. It gives you dozens and dozens of things you can be doing Yes, and tells you specifically how to build it consistently, professionally, mm-hmm. and just not even, you know, you, it's, it's just straightforward. Yeah. It's not even a technical, technical book. No, it's not a hard read at all. No, it's yeah. a very easy read. It's by Michael Hyatt. Michael Hyatt also has a podcast mm-hmm. um, that I used to listen to quite a bit. I can't remember what, what the name of it is because he changed it. He had his daughter to it. He changed the name of it. But his podcast was really good as well. Mm-hmm. About the same principles. And um, 
the book is not new, so it's at every public library. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying? Called to, it doesn't have to cost you anything. Amazon, you probably get it for five dollars used. Yeah, I but, got mine for like ten. I think I got hardback though. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like small. It's like a little, yeah, yeah a little square joint. Yeah, and it's a, it's a reference manual. Yeah, if you've ever wondered how do I get my word out more effectively, mm-hmm. how do I reach people, and how do I build my social media platform, my means of communication with people, to so I can be heard. Start with this book mm-hmm. before you get into people. This is how you attract followers on Instagram, a thousand likes, <laughs> you know, all these tricks to building up, you know, social media followings. Read this book first. Yeah. It will basically give you knowledge and principles that can be applied to anything. Definitely. So that's number four. I will take a break. We'll be right back. All right. If you've been listening to the podcast recently, then, you know, I've been working on a brand new book that I hope to have out in the next couple of months. But in the meantime, I'm here to let you guys know that all three of my first books are back in stock at waitlist.net. That means Adventures in Counterculture book, back in stock. Word is blog, back in stock. And my most recent book, What a Night, a book about the worst shows of my career is back in stock. All back in stock and you get all three of those for just $25 on waitlist.net. Once again, all three of my books are available for just $25 on waitlist.net. Back to the show! Man, man, man. <laughs> Super duty tough work! Yeah. Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the undefeated podcast. Never took an L. Right. We just keep winning every week. Yeah. You know, here we go. The definitive book list mm-hmm. continues. Book number five is one I don't think we have discussed on the show. No. But I want to throw it on here just due to uh, the current climate that we're in. Book number five is How to Shoot Video That Doesn't Suck. (laughs) And it's by Steve Stockman. I got to get this one too. I haven't read this one. Yeah, this is a basic book about video production. Mm -hmm. It's written in layman's fucking terms. I mean, the title alone... You know what I'm saying? It's like, this can't be technical. No, no, no. <laughs> it's so lame, but it's genius. Yeah. And, and the reason I want to put it on this list is because we are now in the video era. Yes, very much so. You know, if you're an artist business, video is the number one thing that's getting engagement now. You look at Instagram, mm-hmm. you look at Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Video is the medium. Yes. Not saying I mean audio is still doing its thing. Right. But shit. Video is is getting some eyes on it. And so many people don't shoot video because they don't have professionals to shoot for. Right. Man, man, I can't afford to buy that camera. I can't get a red. No, man. I only got two hundred bucks. I only got an iPhone. Mm-hmm. They think that having an iPhone is a curse. Nah, but they—the only reason they shoot bad video on their iPhone because they just ain't been taught the simple principles right. of video. Right. How to shoot video that doesn't suck is the name of the book for a reason. Yeah. So no matter what level you are of artist, no matter what level you know you aspire to be, I say start reading this book. Mm-hmm. It's a simple fucking book. It's like 150, 200 pages. It's at every public library. I've seen it. When it came out, it was at the public library. I was like, holy shit, this book is here. I think I, I saw it on, on uh, Amazon. It's everywhere, and it's super popular for a reason. Yeah. 
you know, and as two guys who use video mm-hmm. very much in our promotional strategies, I don't think you can be, you can't maximize your career without video. Mm, and so please invest in this book and read the principles. It'll be shit that you can apply to make your phone video look great, whatever camera you got, because it's, it focuses on basic fundamentals like lighting, sound, you know, simple shit, shot composition mm-hmm. for anybody. And so that's number five. And into my list right now. Okay, my man. <laughs> you probably know everything that's in it, but it's probably good. Your son probably would love it. Yeah, I might do that. Because he's getting up on the video yeah, that is a that is a move. Yeah. About to get my order on for him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> About to happen. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, that's how to shoot video that doesn't suck, and it's by Steve Stockman. Word. That's number five. Okay. Number of si- number six book. <sighs> We've mentioned this. I mean, we. I don't think we go a month without mentioning this book. This might be the official book of this podcast. It might be. You it know? might be. It might be. Because <laughs> I feel like we pub this book up a lot. <laughs> because we live by this book. Yeah, man. The number six book yeah. on our definitive book list is The Power of Less by Leo Babauta. Mm. This book is a classic. Goodness. Changed my life. Changed mine too. My wife had me buy her her own copy. Word? Just so she could have it. That's fire. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those books, man. Uh, Leo uh, Baba Uta had a, a Zen Habits uh, blog that mm-hmm. was massive for many years before this. This was his first book, but he had a Zen Habits uh, blog that was huge. And I used to read that a lot, which is how I heard about this book. Mm-hmm. And uh, the book delivers. The book is basically about how doing more is actually making you less productive yes the the perception is that okay if i do more if i'm involved in more if i got more fucking you know things going Mm -hmm. then at the end of the day i'll achieve more this book is about streamlining what you want to do what you set out to do every day every week every month so that you're focused on the things that have the biggest impact yeah maximizing success Yes. And not just being busy. Right. Because we can be very busy anytime. And not be doing shit. (laughs) Easy to be busy. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to get shit done. Right. Like, yeah. So like I had a year, this book changed. I want to say it was 2017, uh, fall of 20, summer 2017 or 2016. No, it was in the 2016 going to 2017. I had too many projects Mm -hmm. and some, and I had this book and I was like, maybe just read this book. Mm -hmm. I was stressed out. I had seven things that were significant yeah. that were projects that would take at least six months to a year mm-hmm. to complete seven of them. Yeah. I read this book. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Don't need you. Yeah. You're out of here. You're out of here. I had to make some calls, man. <laughs> hey, bro, I know what I said I was going to do. <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad. I'm not going to be able to do that. Right. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But the problem is I got too much on my plate. It was the first time in my entire career I actually admitted to having too much on my plate. Yeah. And I couldn't admit it because of my pride. Mm-hmm. And then I read this book and I was like, nah, man, this book is right. Yeah. Every time that I've actually focused on top two or three things mm-hmm. and done them consistently and had a clear priority, everything got done. Yeah. But anytime I just start taking on projects like, oh, that ain't shit. I can do that off the side of my desk. It ain't no problem. I'll do this too. I'll do that too. Nothing gets Nothing done. Nothing gets done. And Nothing. so this book changed me. Since this book has, 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 has come into my life, I've just gotten so much shit done. Yeah. By choosing less though. Like, yeah, choosing less and focusing on it. Yeah. You know, one or two things 
and schedule it out yep. so you have dedicated time to each thing you'll get this you'll knock the shit out and yep. then you can move on to other stuff there's nothing wrong with having a long list of shit you want to accomplish right but you got to focus on one or two things at a time. Yes. You can't focus on 12 things Thank that you, you want to do in a year. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Each of them takes a year to do. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Man, I made that mistake. Yeah. Never again. I was just stressed out. Yeah. It's like, yo, I'm disappointed in everybody. I got all these projects. It was fucking with my confidence. Mm-hmm. And I read this book. I'm like, wait a minute. What would happen if I just did what this book said for a year or two? Yeah. That's when I got my movie done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's when I got Two-Headed Monster done. Uh-huh. Went on tour. Had a great tour. Didn't worry about nothing else but that shit. Then came back. You know, I stopped working on the, uh, the property I had. Like, yo, I'm letting this go for a minute. Mm-hmm. I'll get back to that at the end. Then I sold that. And I've just been moving and grooving ever since. I right. read this book. Yeah. And I'm a person who's, who's prone to take on too much shit. Mm-hmm. And this book really allows you... Uh, to prioritize things properly, and I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's a beautiful book. Beautiful book. Easy, 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 read. easy read. Come on, man. Like kind of step by step instructions of how to, you know, like declutter your life. Yeah, it's a beautiful book. I mean, he even talks about stopping smoking. Yeah, yeah. Like, see, yeah, that was one. That was one of the things that helped me stop smoking. Dope. That's dope. <laughs> Shit, I should buy this book for other people who smoke. Just yeah, like, hey, man. man. This un- unintended side effect. Yeah, it's a whole fucking chapter. Yeah, on smoking. Yeah, it's yeah. just so dope. Yeah, yeah, I, I literally have this book upstairs. So we own this book. Yes, you know some of these books I got from the library and took them back. But some of my own because they're just reference manuals. Mm-hmm. This is one. So that's number six. Mm-hmm. Book number seven Whew. on this list. Mm. Classic. Mm. Book number seven is Richest Man in Babylon by George Samuel Classic. Beautiful book written beautifully yes the story is so relatable come on man come oh man such a good book it's fucking incredible such a good book it's like reading the bible yep yep uh, but it, like the, the the style of writing oh, is man. biblical yeah but then just like the stories are so universal it's so good ah the book the richest man in babylon is basically about the financial principles mm-hmm. that allow you to have financial freedom yes it's not no hoity-toity complex shit Mm-mm. it ain't a financial book in terms of this is how you calculate this and yeah. then you carry this and then you do that and you do this at this rate it's not even about that it's about the principles yes. that you have to have in order to escape you know financial you know servitude you know? told in a great story yes it's a beautiful story it's almost like the because yeah this is the other one you know the uh who's moved my cheese yeah story mm-hmm. but a metaphor this right. one's just a straight up story yeah and it's incredible man yes like reading this book i was already on my journey mm-hmm. you know towards getting my life where i wanted to be this book just put it over the top. It mm. was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> this is what you do? Yeah. yeah. You put the book down. Amp, like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm about to attack this thing. But it, 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 it's inspiring. Yes, it is. And it makes you, you don't feel like you're really reading a financial book when you read this book. Oh, not at all. You not know? at all. It's just jewel after jewel after jewel. He breaks it down. It's just, it's, it's amazing. Yes. And if you're someone who feels like maybe, some of the financial stuff you read, see here is a little too technical mm-hmm. or you feel like maybe people are being too specific and you're trying to learn. OK, I got to learn the nuances of this and nuances of that. Start with this book. Oh, man. So good. Because no matter what your financial level is, whether you make ten dollars an hour, twenty dollars an hour, you're a salaried person. 
this book will help you. It will. Because it's not necessarily about how much you make. It's about the investments. It's about how you prepare for the future. But first and foremost, about your mentality. Yes. you got to have the right mentality. Yes, or you and can't do nothing. Can't do nothing. And it, and it shows you the differences of how certain people handle certain things mm-hmm. and how the richest man in Babylon became the richest man in Babylon. Yeah. People want to know. And yeah. the book is about him kind of breaking down how he got he, how he got his bag. Yeah. You know, he fattened his purse. <laughs> But it's a classic. That's it number is. seven. And uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. What up, everybody? Quick reminder. Super Duty Tough Work hoodies. Back in stock. We got smalls. Back in stock. Medium. Back in stock. Large. Back in stock. Extra large. Back in stock. 2XL. Sold out already. My bad, y'all. But yeah, every other size of the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie is back in stock and available at weightless.net. Go there, order yours, and support the movement. Rep the squad. Back to the show. Super duty. Tough work. Yeah. Once again. Back in the building. Cannot be stopped. Word. We're down to the last three joints, y'all. Mm-hmm. The definitive book list. 2020. Super duty. Get you on your job. You know what I'm saying? Read something. Read mm-hmm. something. You know what I'm saying? Feed your brain. So, uh, number eight on the Super Duty definitive book list is the 22 immutable laws of branding. It's like the art of war. For branding. <laughs> For it branding. Is. It really is. <laughs> Such a dope book. The, the reference book. Yeah, another reference book. This is a book that you can pick up at any time. Anytime. And it breaks down principles that really will help you understand branding. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did an episode about branding, but this book has has inspired me tremendously. So each chapter is broken down into a law. And so they go through all of these laws and at each law, they give you business examples mm-hmm. of why this thing is the truth and why you can't escape it. Mm-hmm. You know, and many of the issues we've had in our careers have been because we didn't read this book. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's an example of this is like um, the number one law, the law of expansion. Mm -hmm. The law of expansion says that whenever you create more like, whenever you expand your brand and create more like line extensions. Mm -hmm. So a line extension would be like, okay, you're Coke. Then you create Diet Coke, Coke number three. Yeah, cherry Coke. Cherry Coke. Yeah. Classic Coke. You know what I'm saying? Like all of those uh expand times you expand your brand, you actually weaken the main brand. Yep, you thin thin it out. You thin it out. And so you become less successful, but people do it because of the allure of the other shit. And what and then what it says is like what's successful isn't saying diet Pepsi, diet coke. You know what I'm saying? Cherry Coke. What's what's successful is just saying is creating a whole new name for it right you know what i'm saying instead of saying we're gonna do coke root beer or whatever right. or it's, it's, it's rc cola instead of just saying mr pib mm-hmm. mr pib is more successful than right, the, right. you know what i'm saying the, the the coke version of you know what i'm saying root beer um but if you don't know that as an artist mm-hmm. you'll create a hundred different things <laughs> different spinoffs yeah yeah thinking that they make you stronger mm-hmm. but you violate the law of expansion. Now, the number two law in here, this is another example, is the law of contraction. 
Meaning that whenever you get more focused, mm-hmm. more narrow in what you do, the stronger your brand becomes. Right. You know, because you start to carve out space in the marketplace or in people's minds for that thing. Now, a lot of times, as artists, we don't want to hear that. No, nah, we don't want to constrict. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, but I can do everything. I can do it all, bro. Dog, I'm versatile. <laughs> I can do everything. Mm-hmm. Look, and, and a lot of it is our ego, but we have to be honest here, man. When you start really looking at these examples that they lay out mm-hmm. and, and these business studies and you start saying the numbers behind it and, and yeah. like, oh, like, oh, this is real. This is real. Mm-hmm. It, it's a simple, simple book. Like you said, it's like, it's the art of war for branding. Mm-hmm. And I recommend this pe- book to everybody who's an artist. I've I've owned it like twice. Mm-hmm. You know, I give copies away. I let people borrow. <laughs> they don't come they back. They don't come back. They come back. And so, you know, I just keep buying it mm-hmm. because I need to reference it sometimes whenever I'm having those moments of confusion in my career. Yeah. When I'm thinking about doing something and I'm like, should I do it this way? Should I do it that way? Like, nah. What would, the, what would the book say? It's one of those books, too, where you can look back on your career. Like, we've had long careers. You can look back and be like, that's where I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You'll be reading like, oh, that's why that didn't work. Yep. yep. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah, I have the same thing uh, when I read it like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I blew that. Yeah. Mess that one up. <laughs> Wish I'd have known. Why did nobody give me this book? Right, right. You see, and that's what we're here for, folks, because we, you don't need to repeat the same mistakes that we made. <laughs> right, right. And this book will protect you from yourself. Yeah. So 22 Immutable Laws of Branding, you know, Al Reese and uh, Laura Reese, dope book they've got another book called 22 immutable or laws of uh marketing as well oh okay that one too that one's dope as well but man this one if you're an artist or whatever you creative type you have to read this book yeah if you have a brand yes yeah read that book man that's number eight book number nine now i don't physically have this book anymore but this book was super duper inspiring it's called do it marketing and it's by david newman okay this book was basically like a almanac of promotional techniques and strategies yes yeah, i never i never read this one, I, <laughs> yeah. never read this one. I picked it up randomly at the library mm-hmm. and i was like when i was just reading heavily heavily business books and uh man it kind of fucked me up because every chapter was just like bang 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 and i was like damn i ain't doing none of this shit <laughs> i'm fucking up i'm losing out here <laughs> But it's very simple. It's written with humor, mm-hmm. you know, and just a real uh, uh, lighthearted tone makes it such an easy read. And the chapters are only like two pages, mm. if I remember correctly, in this book, Do It Marketing by David Newman. And it's just stuff that can be applied to anything we do. I read this around the same time I read uh, Platform and they're complimentary. They don't talk about the same things like the do it marketing is specifically about like ways to market ways to get word out creative ideas that you could apply to no matter what you're selling your product or service is music whatever Mm -hmm. cooking whatever you do this book will give you ideas to become better at it easy read and easy choice word last joint Mm -hmm. and this is one we've talked about on here before classic classic classic. yes and this book is uh, none of these books are even really about art no you know, but I, I I believe that they will help you more in art yes. than the ones that are actually about art. Right. And so this book is called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. 
and it's by Richard. And Carlton. it's all small stuff. And it's all small stuff. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep. Simple ways to keep the little things from taking over your life. Mm-hmm. This book was, I, I think I bought this book for like two bucks. This is the second copy of this I bought. Mm. Um, best $2 I ever spent in my motherfucking life. <laughs> It's a good one. I ain't going to lie. Like it's short. It's a small compact book. Each chapter is no more than two pages. Mm-hmm. And so it's so small. So like the chapters are probably 500 words. Yeah, at maybe. The most. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like every one of these chapters is about like, well, I guess it's a hundred ways, you know, lessons, stories, principles mm-hmm. that help you just kind of live a more relaxed, chill life. Yeah. Yeah, Man, help you become more grateful, mm-hmm. not get riled up about certain things. And it's done in such a cool fucking way. Yeah, it's real easy read, too. Yeah, real easy read. Like, as you mentioned earlier, like I used to act. I used to keep this book mm-hmm. at the merch table on tour. Yep. So when I was at stage, it would be right there with all my shit. So when people on stage and I'm feeling nervous about whether people are coming out, the doors open, and I'm like, man, is he like, let me read this? Because I'm starting to sweat small stuff yep. over here. I'm starting to get nervous. Yep, yep. Damn, I hope people come out. I hope people buy merch. Or I just didn't want to feel like that, that weird, you know, anxiety comes with the unknown, the things you can't control. Right. And this book is one of the dopest books I've ever read, period. It's simple. You can put it in the, any bag, anywhere, throw it in your car. Yeah. You can read it when you stopped at a damn in traffic. Yeah, I'm at work. At work. It's mm-hmm. perfect for that, man. It's not anything where people will be all in your business. It's just a good, lighted, dope book. Yeah. You know, and, and really, it's probably perfect for your studio. Yeah, it is. You know, I've never put it in my studio. Now I'm thinking about it, like, yo, this should probably just be in your studio. Mm-hmm. Read a chapter of this and just create freely and see how it hits you. Yeah. You know? But yeah, this book is a classic. Yeah, dope. So that's it. That's it. That's the definitive Super Duty Tough Work book list for 2020. And uh, I hope y'all took some notes. If you're on YouTube, you know, naturally you'll be able to look at the titles there in the, in the description of the video over there. If you're on YouTube, if you ain't subscribed yet, subscribe to your boy. Hit that button. Come on. Hit it. Hit us up. Uh, subscribe, man. Support your family. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me read them back real quick. Number one was The Power Broke by Damon John. Number two was The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Number three was Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. Number four, Platform by Michael Hyatt. Number five, How to Shoot Video That Doesn't Suck by Steve Stockman. Number six, The Power of Less by Leo Babauta. Number seven, The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Classen. Number eight, 22 Immutable Laws of Branding by Al Reese and Laura Reese. Number nine, Do It Marketing by David Newman. And number 10, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff by Richard Carlson. Yes. Hope y'all got something out of this and I'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>